celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team, Dr. Debbie, answering your vet medical questions. Alan Cable with your vexing dog issues. Dog father, Joey Villani. And animal communicator, Joy Turner. Turner? All here at your beck and call today. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405. The season of stars continues with Joanne Worley today. Also, what is this, Judy? Lee Day Pet Entertainer. What the hell is that? She entertains pets. She entertains pets. That's, she's a pet entertainer. Okay, She'll sure. sing to them, dance to them, just I'll spend bite. time with them, take them out on a date, whatever. She entertains you know. Them. It says she's from New Jersey. Jersey? And I thought I knew everybody in Jersey. Um, in Jersey, <laughs> that had to do with dogs, and I don't know. I read her bio, and a few places we we stomped some on some of the same grounds, and I don't know who she is. So let me get this straight: you're already thinking that maybe the guest is, uh, I don't know, not on the up and up. Is that what you're saying, Joey Bologna? It's possible. It's possible. I mean, one of the places she mentions in her bio is a place that I frequent regularly um, where they, it's it's a theater. It's the Premier Theater in New Jersey. No, yeah, Kitty and Go-Go. Okay. Go. I, maybe cheese. I've seen her there. Maybe I threw money at her. I don't know. Um, the to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> yes, there you go. What do we do? What is the process for vetting guests, Judy? Do we vet anybody? No. No? Are we supposed to? <laughs> just, if they want to just come on the show, we just... I take them for their word. Hey. <laughs> you know, they have a website, and then, hey, You guys thought I was someone until, <laughs> until I got on the show, and he said, what is this? look at this guy. <laughs> okay, well, uh, okay, then we have Joanne Worley on the show today. She has a career that's... Uh, what was the last thing she did? I don't know. Laugh Maybe I should vet her. Hollywood Square? Yeah, better She's make a, sure it's the real jo- Joanne yeah. Worley. Yeah, she was. She was Hollywood Squares too. I, I think don't she did that. Uh, did that. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sure they all did. Hmm. Well, I'm going to stick around for the show. Stacy, what are you working on? Well, I have a fear. I, you know, I don't know if I've told you guys about this or not, but mm. I am really afraid of birds. I guess it was because when <laughs> I was very young, I got to watch the birds that movie, and I'm telling you, it just shows you don't let your kids watch weird stuff. I mean, my parents, I don't know what they were thinking. I had older sisters, and they, they used to like to torture me. And so I did watch that movie, The Birds, and I still have a fear of birds. And there was this kid that was riding a roller coaster, and a bird smacked right into his face. Oh, ow. Oh. Tell you I would be <laughs> therapy forever. Okay, therapy forever. I'd have one on call daily, I think. Anyway, I'll tell you the story coming up on Animal Radio News. Um, I, yeah. I have a good bird, scared bird story. Oh, you do? When I was single. Now, I had my bird forever, okay? I had it longer than my wife through a lot of relationships. And I remember I had this I had this um, studio apartment that was on the third floor in this house. It was beautiful. It was a, um attic apartment. Um, real, real cool place. Anyway, so I met this girl, and she was as hot as hot can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on back to the house, and the bird was in the other room. She tells me she's scared of the bird, but she'd like to see the bird. Okay, no problems. Are you sure you want to see the bird? No, I, I, want, I want to get over my fear. Well, I took the bird out of the cage. I brought it out into the living room. She screamed so loud, the bird flew out the window. Oh, flew out the window oh. into the tree. So now I got a problem here because, I mean, McGurney, I never cut her wing. She never went anywhere. She don't even know she can fly. I think that she scared the crap out of her that the bird figured out she could fly, flew out the window. So now I got a problem, and I got to go out 
the window, because the roof of the house was it's there, and it's pitched, and I'm trying to get the burden. I'm leaning over, oh and I'm God. looking down, saying, well, if I fall, it's only about 45 feet. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, um, I ended up I ended up having to get the broom and knock the bird out of the out of the tree with the broom because she wouldn't get on and she flew down into the bushes down below and I ended up getting her and bringing her in the house because she was fine but um that was the last that time that I brought the bird out when someone says they're afraid yeah and I bet that was there was no further dates after that yeah um, yes. no there actually was there actually was yeah, but the bird hot. had nothing to do with it. yeah she was hot she was hot so <laughs> you know that's ah, okay you know as mad as I was it the, the bird could have a broken beak and a wing. You know, missing, and nah, don't worry. I'll just take it to the vet. Yeah, if a lady asks to see your bird, I don't think that's what she's talking about. Let's uh, go to the phones. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Hi, I'm Ed Asher, and you're on Animal Radio. Spay or neuter your animals, you dummies. <laughs> Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, whatever it is. Al Abrams with you, Judy Francis, screening your calls at 1-866-405-8405 for animal communicator Joy Turner, dog father Joey Volani, dog trainer Alan Cable, or Dr. Debbie. If this is your first week, well, welcome. Let's see, big show today, Joanne Worley joins us for the season of Stars. And she was uh, she was on Laugh-In, and then I think she did some Hollywood Squares. Big friend of Fred Willard, I know that for sure. They used to hang out. We're not supposed to mention Fred's name anymore? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Why, what, what's, what's wrong with Fred? Oh, you haven't heard? No. Mm, okay. Oh, he's doing better now. <laughs> Is he doing better? Yeah. yeah Good. Okay, I think. Uh, Is it something that we did on Animal Radio? Here? Oh no 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 no! No. Okay. I don't know the way you guys are making it sound here. You know that's that, 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 that maybe you know we. No, we this is a family show. Bad advice and his dog bit him or something. I don't no, know. it's a family show, so we don't want to mention what he was arrested. Like that's for. ever really stopped us for. Oh. Yeah. He went Pee Wee Herman, is what he did. Okay, let's. Uh, oh, Stacy, what uh, what's going on in your world? Uh, you probably think like everybody does. Your dog's pretty well behaved. It's a good dog until he sees the postman. And then he goes like crazy or the FedEx guy or any delivery guy. Well, there's a reason why they do this. It's in their feet. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Uh, Joey Villani, what are you working on today? We're going to talk about how to vibrate your color. Vibrate. Vibrate your Listen, color. Huh? You, you, you guys you guys got me, you know, it's, it's the whole train of thought today in the, in the studio. We're going to t- teach people how to get their dog's color very vibrant, okay? Not vibrate your color. Get your color Oh, God, I can't speak today, Hal. I'm sorry. I'm having problems with the mic, the headset's falling off, my glasses. It's one of those days. You know, this is the first time I've ever actually uh, seen you in glasses. Are those brand new? I had a problem with contacts. No, I had a contact problem when I did that. uh, I did an event in Canada a couple of weeks ago on... I almost went blind, literally, and um, it was since then I can't put my contacts in. But I haven't gone to the eye doctor yet, so maybe maybe I should do that. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, should we answer some calls? Yes. What please. do you say? Somebody save us. Let's see. Uh, one for Doctor Debbie. We have Andrew on the phone. Hi, Andrew. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys? Splendid. Where are you calling from today? Uh, well, I'm in Utah now. Truck driver? Yes, I am. What are you hauling? That's a new question I'm asking. Cause, uh, <laughs> well, you be nosy here, Hal. <laughs> What's going on in your world? Oh, uh, not much. I got a question. Uh, I've got an Australian cattle dog puppy. She's a, a year and three months. Okay. My dad was saying he noticed that she looks like she might be partially blind. Uh, okay. I left, left her at home for a month, and she would be walking with him, stop, 
And uh, he'd go down to the end of the hall and turn around, and she'd be sitting there sniffing around like she's tracking. But I've really never noticed anything other than at night with her. Uh, what are you noticing at night? What's she doing? Uh, well, like my buddy, you know, Chris walks up, and he's still in the dark, and she'll see him, and she'll get a defensive posture going. And then as soon as he hits the light close enough, she'll go into happy mode and go run over and attention so yeah so i guess the first thing is we need to assess and, and figure out if your if your baby is having visual problems and when you say the breed of i guess the first thing that jumps out in a herding breed some of the cattle dogs the collies um there are some types of congenital problems that they can be born with that affects the retina the back part of the eye and there's kind of this whole complex of different problems and some pets will have different degrees of vision problems. Some are completely blind. Some have one eye that has a problem and, and so on. So um, I think the first thing we need to do is figure out if we do, in fact, have a visual problem. And some things at home, uh, some of these tests are kind of crude in the sense that, um, you know, we basically test how the dog responds to things moving, whether it be in light or in darkness. Um, so one of the first things I'd have you do is um, kind of uh, sit with her, uh, turn the lights on, and um, have a cotton ball nearby and basically throw the cotton ball in front of her her line of vision and see if she tracks that. Um, we want to use something very lightweight like a cotton ball because it doesn't really send off any kind of air currents when you throw it by. If you use something bigger um, or you wave your hand, you might send off these air currents. So test that in light and in darkness and see how she responds. Um, that would be one thing. The other would be to actually put her through a maze test um, in light and in darkness. So you put her on a leash, keep her really tight to your side, and uh, set up some little barriers. And you basically, as horrible as it sounds, you want to guide her towards those things in her midst and see if she can maneuver around them and if she can see them and avoid them, then it's kind of a crude test of vision there. Um, but for most doggies in this category, especially since you're young, I would recommend uh, to see a veterinarian because we would need to do a good uh, exam of the retina, the back part of the eye. Um, for some dogs, uh, you know, vision loss is just something that they have. Um, but for some of these dogs, they can have some blood vessel problems resulting from this. And they can later go on to detach the retina or have more complications, some worsening of the vision. So it would be something to well worth get her uh, evaluated um, just to have those eyes checked out a little bit further. Okay. There is one thing that I have noticed with looking directly into her eyes is on certain spots uh got almost like a, looks almost like a, a luminescent clear spot. Do you think that could be anything? I mean, it could be. Uh, and the big thing is also is looking at the size and the shape of your pupils. Um, if in bright light, the normal dog eye response, bright light, would be that the pupils should get small. Um, if her eyes remain dilated, so you can see a lot of that pupil, that may mean that we have some um, issues going on there. Or if you see an uneven size of those pupils between one eye and the other eye. That would also be a symptom that, uh, you know, we've got something going on. Um, but I think from what you're describing, um, if I'm not correct, I mean, I think it sounds like we, we're fairly certain she's got some vision issues, so I, I would move forward with, you know, getting her checked out a bit further. Okay, yeah, then I'll, I'll do that when I go get her updated on her uh, rabies. And, you know, if, if she's a little visually, you know, challenged, um, most of these doggies can live wonderful lives, and um, they kind of adapt with all their other uh, with their other senses, especially the nose. The nose helps so much with these guys um, in getting around and maneuvering. So, so not a yeah. horrible thing for her to have to deal with. 
Okay. Thanks for your call, Andrew. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Judy, take a look at Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. Does her hair look spectacular? She looks marvelous. Does, I tell you. Does she look like she's been taken care of by Joey Volani? Yes, I have to say she does look a little different, and that is different is better. Well, full jokes on you. I actually did that. No way. Yeah. I used the uh, no rinse waterless shampoo on her, and then I oh. used the lithium ion rechargeable pet clipper kit and gave her a little trim. Some of the hair was getting a little long. What do you think, Joey? Your professional opinion. Do you think I did an okay job? No, I, I actually I actually was looking at the dog because you didn't say nothing to me. So I thought you had a groom somewhere by a professional. I was a little angry um, that you didn't get, that you didn't let me do it. But um, yeah. you did a good job. You I'm did impressed. A good job. I guess it's the products. That's all I could say. Yeah. Oh, definitely the products. Like the uh, lithium-ion rechargeable pet clipper kit, which uh, you actually lent me yours to use. And this is awesome. I mean, it's light. It's easy to use. It came with that DVD you're talking about. I'll be real honest with you, Joey. I would not have done this. I would not have taken this on myself unless you had encouraged me to do it. You know, taking it a little bit further, that no-rinse shampoo, I absolutely adore it. I mean, there's two reasons why. It's not just a spray. It goes on as a foam. And I like that a little bit better, mainly because the pets aren't afraid of it. When you when you spray something on a pet, it startles them. Freaks them out. This goes on in the foam. So go. you can put it in the palm of your hand. You can work it through really good. The pet almost thinks like, you know, they're getting a little bit of attention. They're getting petted. In the meantime, they're getting clean. Then you towel dry the, the um, dog or cat, and then you you got a, a, a pet that's nice and clean and was real easy to use. Let's give some away. Okay. one 405 8405 if you want to pick up on Wall's No Rinse Waterless Shampoo, their odor neutralizer, or the oatmeal shampoo, call us right now. In fact, we'll give you all three, right? Let's give them all three. But that's not, Don't give not a- stop there. If you belong to a shelter and an adoption agency, call me now. We'll give you the lithium ion pet clipper and all the shampoos simply just because you're you. When you think of Wall, you naturally think of clippers. But Wall has introduced a wide range of products that promise to streamline bath time and general grooming. Wall provides a full line of pet products including clippers and trimmer kits, brushes, shampoos, doggy deodorants, and even odor neutralizers. Wall doesn't just sell these products. Their website also features do-it-yourself information on how to care for your dog's grooming needs at home. Pet owners and professionals alike prefer Wall. Visit wallpet.com or find Wall products at a store near you. For dogs, like people, arthritis is the most common health problem and joints are stressed even more with increased activity in spring. FlexRx is a new way to safely and effectively treat canine joint health problems. All natural FlexRx doesn't mask symptoms like other products. It's clinically proven to restore healthy joint function. With FlexRx, your dogs can enjoy an improved quality of life they've earned and deserve. FlexRx is available at pet shops, retailers, or visit ProLabsPets.com. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. 
Kimpton Hotels and Restaurants, the very first hotel company to welcome pet guests, goes way beyond just allowing them to stay. Kimpton has no restrictions for size, weight, or type of animal and charges zero fees or deposits for pets to stay. So when you travel with your pet to New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Chicago, D.C., and other major U.S. cities, stay at Kimpton Hotels. Find us at KimptonHotels.com. And while you're at it, enter your pet's photo in Kimpton's third annual Paparazzi Pet Photo Contest. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. You can also catch us at your voice at AnimalRadio.com. Send us your questions. Or on Facebook, you can email your questions or Facebook us at Animal Radio or even tweet us at Animal Radio. And don't forget the Animal Radio app. There's not a radio station where you are or XM Satellite Radio. The Animal Radio app for iPhone or Android. And let's uh, take a call for, what do you say, Alan? Uh, Let's do it. uh, Which one? I'm game, man. Are you game? I'm game. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Line three. Hi, Mike. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How about yourself? Oh, splitting atoms. Where are you calling from today? (laughs) (laughs) Calling from New Mexico. What's going on with you? Well, I drive a truck, and, you know, I see all these truck drivers out here with dogs on the road with them, and I was wanting to get your guys' maybe possibly better educated opinions about what you guys think about that. Is it good for the dog to be in the truck and on the road? Is it not? And if it is, what's the best breed you guys think for the truck? That's a good question, Mike. Hey, Mike, do you, why do you want a dog? Is it because you're a dog lover or because you see all the other guys doing it and you want to do it too? No, no. I've, I've grown up around dogs all my life. I love them. You know, my mom, she owns a grooming shop in New Mexico, has for 15 years. You know, just been raised around dogs all my life, and just you know, I'm out here on my own, and just be kind of cool to have a have a buddy with me, I guess. Absolutely. Now, do you want a puppy, or do you want to get a dog that's already an adult? Well, again, you know, I'm not sure. I mean, I've always, you know, my family when we've gotten a dog, it's always been from a puppy. That way, they grow up, and you train them, and they're they're with you. And I'm just that's just kind of how we've always done it. So, I mean, a puppy'd be great, but I guess it'd be really hard to. I mean, at the very least, hard to housebreak them going down the road. Well, you can't properly do that, I would think, driving all the time. Actually, you can as long as you got the time. I mean, the, the best part about having a dog with you when you're in the truck is, you know, dogs are pack animals. You're the pack leader, and the dog always gets to be with the pack leader, which is awesome for the dog. And I'm, spi- I'm surprised more truckers don't have dogs. That's, that's exciting for a dog, and it's exciting for you, too. And, and the only thing you have to worry about is that with a puppy, you've got to stop every two, three hours to let a puppy go to the bathroom because they have to go sure. frequently. But, but once the dog grows up, you don't have to do that. Now, if you can pull over every two, three hours and take the dog for a, a potty break it's going to be real easy to, to potty train that dog very simple he'll never have a chance to need to go without you already addressing the issue so he will get trained very quickly to understand that you're going to stop every couple hours and let him go to the bathroom as far as uh, a calm dog a dog that can sit still for a long period of time you know gr- believe it or not greyhounds are awesome dogs they're very cool and mellow they don't need a lot of exercise basset hounds are like that but if you want a dog that's like a lab or you want 
want a bigger dog or any dog, you, the trick is to observe the puppies. If you can find somebody who's got a litter of puppies and just watch them, you're going to see which ones are rambunctious and goofy and crazy and energetic. And there's always a couple that like to lay around a lot. And believe it or not, when they get older, that pretty much transfers. They uh, they don't change. If a, if a dog is mellow as a puppy, he's going to be mellow as an adult. And if he's a crazy lunatic, I want to play lots of energy dog, when he gets bigger, he's going to be the same up until he's about four or five years old. And then he'll start to mellow out a little bit. So it's all in the observation of you finding puppies and watching them for a couple of hours. And you'll be able to see which ones are mellowed out. Well, I, I had an old English bulldog on the truck with me years and years ago. And I just, you know, I, I let her go because it didn't, I, I wasn't really sure if, you know, she was happy or not. But I will say as far as mellow and relaxed, that was the dog to have because she didn't want to do much other than just lay around on the bed or in the seat or on the floor or why weren't you sure she was happy? She was probably ecstatically happy just being around you, buddy. Well, I was a lot younger at the time, too, and I probably had oh. no business back then having a dog with me. I didn't have the time or the maturity for it, but, you know, I'm 32 years old now. That was probably almost 10 years ago, and I just feel well, like i about... a little bit and think I could handle it better. Yeah, you have more wisdom and you're calmer. But think about this. Before you go, a lot of people buy dogs. They go to work all day. The dog is left alone nine, ten hours a day locked up in an apartment. Which is fairer? You having the dog in your cab, making stops every now and then, playing with the dog. You know, you got to play with your dog at least a half hour a day. But the dog is going to be with you, around people, seeing all kinds of different things, experiencing different smells. But most of all, you're together as a pack, and that's what dogs crave. If a dog had his way... You would never leave. They live in families and sure. packs, and the packs are always together. Sure. Now, one quick question before I let you go. Um, your best advice. Now, one thing, I mean, I have grown up around my folks who've had dogs all their lives, but as far as the track goes, maybe it's a little different. What is your best suggestion on, <clears throat> say the dog does have an accident? I mean, I know some people use newspapers. Some people rub the dog's face, and I think that's inhumane as all get out because... I wouldn't want my face rubbed in anything like that, but <clears throat> do you have a suggestion or a recommendation as to how to handle an accident? Or Yes. If, if the accident is happening right in front of your eyes, you make a quick correction. And a correction is just a strong word like, no, and, and give the dog a little poke. Or if the dog is a puppy, say, no. And, and if you can, if you're pulled over, pick the dog up and put him outside immediately. But the trick sure. is if the dog, if a dog has gone and had an accident, if more than 30 seconds goes by, forget about it. Just clean it up, make believe it never happened because the dog okay. doesn't even remember that he or she did it. And, and the other thing is to praise your dog. Whenever your dog goes to the bathroom outside, say, good dog, good dog. And when you catch your dog sure. going to the bathroom inside, you go, bad dog, no, no. And they learn real gotcha. quick. But but your dog's not going to have an accident except if it's a puppy and maybe at night if you're sleeping, uh, if you sure. forget. But but when a dog is a puppy, if you take the dog out every three, four hours, by the time the dog is five, six, seven months old, that dog is going to be potty trained. You're not going to have to worry about accidents. And the other thing to remember is if your dog is house trained and your dog does have an accident or starts having accidents, take your dog to the vet immediately. Make sure there's not a medical problem because that, that happens sometimes. Remember, they can't right, well, talk, so. Well, terrific. Thank you so much for uh, taking my call, and that was incredible advice. And You're based awesome. Based on what you guys said, I think I'll go ahead and look into I, the Hey, Mike, I think buddy. you should do it. Yeah. Hey, Mike, what are you hauling? Before you go, what are you hauling? Oh, we haul everything. Right now I've got beef, 
and I'm headed to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and we haul furniture and alcohol, beer, and just whatever fits in my trailer. Hey, if you come out this way, can we load my mother-in-law into your truck in the middle of the night? That sure would help me out a little. <laughs> anything, buddy, anything. Thanks for your call, Happy. Mike. We appreciate it. All right, it. man. Thank you. one 405 8405 I don't know. I think most truckers have dogs. It seems like a lot of them do. I mean, we hear from them all morning long. I don't, and if you don't, you know, why not? I mean, you're on the road all day long. Little company. They get to get out and see the world. one 405 8405 Hey, it's Vinny Penn coming at you again with another thrilling installment of The Party Animal on Animal Radio. There's uh, something I've been noticing at my house for the last two years in a row, last two summer into the falls in a row, that I find bizarre. I can't even believe it's taken me this long to put it out there on the Animal Radio airwaves. When I, when I sit out by my pool on the weekends or even during the day, and I'm not exaggerating in the slightest when I say this, there is a squirrel that I like to call clockwork squirrel. Not like a clockwork orange in that, uh, you know, he, he's murdering anybody. But at the same time every day, you could, you could set your clock by this squirrel at 105 every day. He comes from one side of the yard on the fence, all the way down the fence, jumps from one fence to the other fence, and comes all the way around the other way. Same time, every day, two summers in a row. My sister was just over, and this happened. I heard her on the phone saying to someone on her cell phone out in my backyard, ah, it's it's just a couple of minutes of one right now. I'm going to lay out in the sun for a couple of minutes more, and then I'll be by. And I said to her, Laura, watch this. In about five minutes, watch your clock. At about 1.05, this squirrel is going to, she thought I had, like, trained it, or that, there was some huge rude, you know, I don't know what she could have. She's like, how did you know that? How could you know that this squirrel was going to come around? Same time every day, 105, two summers in a row, the squirrel comes down one side of the fence, hops to the other fence and goes. Yeah, I say he's visiting a lady friend. I say he's got his nuts in mind and he's, he's visiting a lady friend. No one else seems to have a, a reasoning as to, are they that patterned a creature? Is he working? I mean, did Disney have it right? Are these animals doing a little bit of work, punching a clock, whistling while they work? And, and I don't know what it is, but I can set my clock by the clockwork squirrel. I should uh, actually tail him one time to, and take a look and see. As, as a matter of fact, one time I did look to see, and he just disappeared off into the other yard. There's got to be a possum he's got something going on with. I think he's got a little something happening with a possum. And if I look around, I bet you there's a squirsome somewhere. Half squirrel, half possum. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by D-Herbs. With over 400 products available for both you and your pet, jumpstart the health revolution and experience healing. Go to dherbs.com, providing better solutions for better health. D-Herbs, home of the full body cleanse, also offers 100% all-natural, all-herbal pet care products with over 400 products available for both you and your pet. 
You know the importance of human health and nutrition, but what about your pets? Jumpstart the health revolution and experience healing holistically and naturally for you and your pet. Go to dherbs.com. That's dherbs.com, providing solutions for better health. Hi, I'm Dick Van Patten. And I'm Jimmy Van Patten. And we're here to talk to you about our new line of alpha grain-free dog and cat formulas. And we've been the leaders in grain-free nutrition with our LID formulas before grain-free became a trend. Our new grain-free alpha formulas combine multiple high-quality proteins at balanced levels with unique fruits and vegetables for vitamins and antioxidants. For more information on alpha and all of my dog and cat food formulas, visit naturalbalanceinc.com. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. 1-855-645-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. Say goodbye to the cable guy. And get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-855-645-MY-TV. Sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just 19.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 1-855-645-MY-TV 1-855-645-MY-TV say goodbye to the cable guy cut costs and get more 1-855-645-MY-TV 1-855-645-MY-TV This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Drs. Foster & Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. Visit fosterandsmith.com. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Is your dog left pod or right pod? Does he go after the mailman? If he does, he's probably left pod. If your otherwise well-behaved dog barks at the mailman, the reason could well be in his feet. Scientists have found that left pod canines are more aggressive towards strangers than their right pod counterparts. They tested dozens of pets with a special toy to find out which side they favored, and then they analyzed their behavior. Well, the left paw is controlled by the right hemisphere of the brain, which other studies have shown is linked to negative emotions, thus going after the mailman. The results mirror those for humans as research has shown the same is true of people. Some owners of exotic animals say there's a new Ohio law and its onerous and it infringes on their constitutional rights, and they've asked a federal appeals court to strike it down. The private owners argued in a brief that the law violates the First and the Fifth Amendments by limiting their freedom of association and effectively taking their property by requiring them to implant microchips in their animals at their own expense before they're registered with the state. They also argue that the law includes impossible hurdles that leave owners who want to operate a for-profit business only one option, joining a zoological group that private owners are loath to associate with. The attorney Robert Owens called Ohio permitting requirements a sham, imposing a compliance cost so high that they exceed the value of the animals involved and threatening to financially wipe out those who seek permits. I think this is really stemming from that nut that had all those animals in Ohio in his backyard and uh, then he went crazy and shot himself and shot half the animals. Uh, it's horrible. So I think that was when people realized that, you know, exotic am- animals needed some type of a law to protect them. Well, ready for this. A town in Spain has found a unique way to encourage dog owners to pick up after their pets. According to Orange News, the council in Brunette recently launched a campaign that involves packaging unscooped droppings 
and then sending them back to the owners in a box marked lost property. A spokesman for the council explains that they had a team of about 20 volunteers spend a week looking out for irresponsible owners. Well, if they saw somebody who failed to clean up their pup's mess, they'd approach them and then casually try to find out the dog's name. They were then uh, able to use the town's registered pet database to get to the owner's address and return whatever their dog left behind. The volunteers made 147 deliveries during the week-long scheme, and it seemed to work. They uh, reported a 70% drop in unscooped dog poo. That's a scoop. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies. Visit FosterAndSmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. We've talked about Stella and Chewy's family of freeze-dried and frozen dinners for dogs. Now we're pleased to share two new exotic dinner additions, Simply Venison and Absolutely Rabbit. Both are made with 90% single-source protein and enhanced with organic fruits and vegetables. Each are fortified with vitamins, minerals, and probiotics to be 100% complete and balanced. Stella and Chewy's, the official food of Ladybug, Animal Radio Studio Stunt Dog. Only the good stuff. For more information, go to Stella and Chewy's. It was the moment I realized I was about to lose my job. I found myself searching for pills instead of just being with my family. At that moment, I finally decided to get help for my addiction to opioids. The prescription painkillers. At TurnToHelpNow.com, you'll learn that opioid dependence is a real medical condition and that there are different ways to get help, including those in a private setting, without the need for daily visits. That moment led me to TurnToHelpNow.com. Make now your moment. Visit TurnToHelpNow.com today. Here's a surprising summertime fact from new Allegra Anti-Itch Cream. We all know that irritants like bug bites and poison ivy can make you itch. But what you might not know is how. Actually, it's the histamines your body creates in reaction to these irritants that make you miserable. But now that scratch has met its match. New Allegra Anti-Itch Cream. Its maximum strength itch medicine blocks your itch-causing histamines fast for long-lasting relief. New Allegra Anti-Itch Cream. The relief you've been itching for. Use as directed. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. on Animal Radio. Live simply so that others may simply live. Miss Worley. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Joanne Worley joining us. What a cheery little voice. Well, thank you, Hal, and what a cheery little voice you have. <laughs> yeah, but first of all, I just want people to know that just because I'm familiar with Rowan and Martin, and that's where I know you from, that I'm still 29 years old. And, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You know, that's where I met a lot of people the first time, was on Rowan and Martin's laughing, and I am so proud of that. We recently had a kind of reunion back in Connecticut. So uh, we, we see each other quite often, we Californians. 
Uh-huh. And uh, but it was, there, there were some people there that I hadn't seen for a while, and it was really wonderful fun. I have to admit, I used to watch it on a regular basis too. <laughs> but we're still uh, twenty nine. Yes, we're all twenty nine here. Well, let's all scream out our age. <laughs> so we we spoke to Fred Willard a few weeks back, and he said that he was off to uh, judge the Canine Film Festival with you. How did that go? Yes, in San Francisco, we had a great time doing that. Now uh, there. You know, I uh, am very involved with Actors and Others for Animals. I'm the vice president, yeah, as you're a the matter VP. of fact. Yeah, the VP, uh... yeah. And I was just on the phone before I called you with our executive director talking about, uh, you know, several things that we're, we're trying to do. And, you know, at Christmas time, we, we send people thank yous and wishing them well, people who have been generous to us. And so, you know, we're all writing a bunch of those. But Fred and Mary Willard, Mary Willard, his wife, is now on our board of directors. Wow. Very good. So, now, tell, tell the listeners a little bit about Actors and Others. Well, uh, actor, it, it's, it's kind of a silly name, that, uh, or it is silly when people mess it up. They say actors and other animals, or <laughs> animals for actors, you know, that thing. But it came about, uh, Doris Day, years ago on the set, saw a need and was collecting money from the other actors on the set and uh, for animals. Uh-huh. And whatever the need was, say it was, you know, a, a litter of puppies or kittens, something that had to be taken care of. And the people who were behind the camera, the lighting crew, the, the people who did wardrobe, uh, they all said, I, I want to contribute, I care. So that's how the word and others ah. got into it, actors and others for animals. Uh-huh. So... Uh, Anyway, we mainly uh, address spay and neuter because that is the source, as I know you people know all oh, too yeah. well, of the problem, which is not enough homes, good homes, for mm-hmm. all the available pets. And that is, that's why so many of them have to be uh, put down is a very kind word, isn't it? Uh, yes. you know, destroyed. Yeah, put to sleep. Happens. When they say put to sleep, it sounds so gentle. Put to sleep, because I think of an, an angelic scene when I, I think mm-hmm. of sleep, but that's not the case. There's yeah, five with million... a lullaby playing in the background and a little nappy blanket. and No, it, it is uh, it, it is so uh, inhumane, uh, the process, the process and the need is what's inhumane. So mm-hmm. the, the best way uh, we feel, and obviously... Most uh, humane groups feel is get the spay and neuter in control, and then you know do whatever we can in all the other areas where there is need, like humane legislation and education, and uh, you know do whatever we can. But our main thrust is spay and neuter. Do you have uh, friends at home? Do you have uh, cats or dogs or fish? Oh well, I have right now. A miniature, obviously, not obviously, but I'm sure you would assume a saved, uh, miniature Yorkshire Terrier who travels everywhere with me. She is, <laughs> and that is the reason I only have one, is I can get one in cabin with me. It is against <laughs> all airplane rules to have two. I know she'd love to have a brother or sister, uh-huh. uh, but we go, um, you know, she went with me up to the Canine Film Festival. Uh-huh. We, she went with me back to Connecticut and then to Tennessee, and she is a world-class traveler. She's Does, better she at fit it in your purse? Do you, do you have a purse and she, she, she fits in well, that, or do you, how do you travel with her? Oh, I travel with her according to the rules of the airline, of and each of them is a little different. She travels in a Sherpa. Uh-huh. which is an airline-approved bag that 
goes at my feet in front of me uh, when I make my reservation. Uh, she has her own special reservation, and she has to get a health certificate <laughs> 10 days before travel. You, we go to the vet and get that. And she has to um, be, uh, uh, well, each airline is different. Sometimes there's only one a pet allowed in cabin, mm-hmm. and sometimes there are, usually in first class, it's just one. Wow. And we, we go first class because it's just easier. There's more room. So, so and, could I run into Joanne Worley at the post office with her little dog in, in a purse or uh, in tow somehow? Absolutely. No. She, yes, absolutely. She has uh, a, an, an entire wardrobe of purses that are hers mm. uh, that go on my shoulder, and she goes everywhere with me. Uh, you know, as a matter of fact, you're not supposed to take your dog into the post office. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Only service yeah. dogs. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, you must know that she is a service dog. Oh, okay. <laughs> Her What's name a... is Harmony. Okay. And she keeps me calm. She keeps you sane. And sane, and that is an extremely good thing. <laughs> so she is really of service to me and other people. So, uh, but she does have her own purses, and I always get uh, the cotton kind because uh-huh. they breathe. And when she wants to, she sleeps in there, and then, or she'll, uh, you know, stand up on her hind legs. There, and I support her with my hand underneath. She's on the straps are on my shoulder, and she'll stand up with her little head out and go, "What? What? What's happening here? <laughs> Anybody need kisses? Any? Any? What? What needs to go on here?" Do you dress she, her up? Oh no, I, I, she doesn't have to do anything, okay. other than be the most wonderful doggy in the world. I, I don't dress her up. I know. Uh, Quite often we uh, do a Christmas card, and she never wears an outfit. I wear the outfit. Of course. <laughs> I wouldn't impose that on her. As a matter of fact, I just tried to get her a new necklace. Uh, not necklace, I'm so sorry. Collar. A collar, okay. <laughs> a new collar with uh, rhinestones on it because it was very pretty. Uh-huh. But I found that it wasn't soft enough around her neck. Sure. And that it could be a little... Uh, and I went, oh, I don't know, but I want her to, you know you know, put her little paw against that. Uh-huh. So I went for a very soft uh, version. Very good. You know what we have in the prize closet there is we have some of that jewelry. We should send that off to see if she likes it. Oh, some bling. Oh, some bling yes. that we just got. It. Uh, we appreciate you taking time out of your day to join us for this. I love you saying that. I have, I'm, I have enjoyed talking with you good people, and it's always fun to talk to people who have the same interests at heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, the fact that we all... Uh, care about the welfare of animals is a, a good thing, and I enjoy talking to other people who have that at the front of their uh, life mission also. You're awesome. Thank you so much for what you're doing, and of course, check out Actors and Others at www.actorsandothers.com. Joanne Worley joining us. Hold on one second, okay? Okie doke. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Stella and Chewies. If you're a long-time listener, you know we've been talking about them for years on end. Great stuff. Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, it's her only food. She loves it. She looks great. She does. Her coat is just... Can you hold her up to the microphone so people can see her coat? <laughs> now, Stella and Chewy's has the intro pack. It's a small little package of their food, so you can try out these flavors on your dog. This is long time I, coming. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Check it out at a pet store near you. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animal. 
are people too. Everybody's had trouble finding their car keys or maybe a TV remote. But when a California man lost his false teeth, he was convinced he didn't just misplace them. 68-year-old Bill Exner blamed the mouse, a mouse that Bill and his wife had captured three times and three times it escaped. He last remembered seeing his dentures on his nightstand, and after searching all over the house for them, he convinced his daughter's fiancé to take a crowbar and hammer to the closet wall with a small hole in it where he'd seen the mouse run in. After tearing up some molding, the dentures were retrieved. Bill's future son-in-law suggested boiling the dentures in peroxide before putting them in. Bill's wife says the mouse frequently comes out and stares at him, taunting him. I'm Brit Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. It's Animal Radio. Dr. Debbie came rushing in this morning. Guess you had some clients you had to deal with. Vaccinations? Mm. Oh, I see you were upset about that. What's going on? Well... Yeah, well, it, mostly it's a matter of making sure our pets get vaccinations. We actually had an unfortunate um, death this morning from a dog oh. with parvovirus. So, oh. you know, we've seen, I can tell you this month, I've seen cats with distemper, cats with feline leukemia, dogs, tons of dogs with parvovirus. So my message to, to all our listeners is really make sure if you get a new dog, cat, um, puppy, or adult, get that pet to the vet within days of getting it. Oh. It's so important to make have that consultation with your veterinarian. Find out what shots they need. Um, because unfortunately for dogs with parvo, in many cases, you know, it's just, we get busy. We don't follow what the vaccine protocols has recommended and uh, puts our pets in risk. So there's no reason that any dog should have parvo if they've been vaccinated. Is that correct? Am I... Is that- well, that would be in the ideal setting, um, but there are certain windows of vulnerability. So a puppy is born with mom's immunity from her. That'll wear off um, somewhere between about 6 and 16 weeks of age. We don't know when, and we can't predict it. So that's why we boost on a regular interval with puppies and kittens, because we don't know when that goes away. Um, so it's feasible that you could have vaccinations on board, and a pet still gets sick, because if they've been um, in that kind of window of... Um, of uh, you know vulnerability. Yeah. How often do they should they get these vaccinations? The parvovirus vaccination is that once that they get that? No, for for puppies we start as young as six weeks, um, and generally every three to four weeks. So we do six weeks at our office, twelve. I'm sorry, six. Eight weeks, 12 weeks, and 16 weeks of age. So the challenge becomes where folks kind of get behind and get busy. So you want to, you know, get that pet to the vet and really we'll formulate a, a, a protocol for you, kind of knowing where your pet's coming into things. Okay, distemper and feline leukemia, is that a once shot or do they get that frequently? As a, as a youngster, it is going to be a boosting series, also about three to four weeks apart. Okay. And then when we get to adult series, you know, we kind of get more comfortable. We feel less likely that they're going to have, um, you know, infectious disease. So we may span the vaccines out to, you know, one year every couple years. But as puppies and kittens, it is imperative that you work with your veterinary and get these kids vaccinated. Yeah, don't space on that. It's so important. There's no reason that, uh, and this puppy that you lost this morning was like eight months old. Eight months old. Yes. Animal Radio is brought to you by D-Herbs with over 400 products available for both you and your pet. Jumpstart the health revolution and experience healing. Go to D-Herbs.com. They're providing solutions for better health. 
Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at animalradio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Kimpton Hotels, the pet-friendliest hotels in over 50 major U.S. cities. Besides amenities like, you know, the plush pet beds, pets stay free with zero fees, no size or weight restrictions. You can find out more about Kimpton's pet program by calling one 888 kimpton That's But listen, um, I, I, people were asking me, um, and they ask me this a lot, and about sprucing up their pet's color. Um, and uh, on their color on their coat, and there's a real easy way. Actually, it's it's funny because I did it about a week ago, and it's something that's really easy if you do it right. Now I'm going to tell everyone this right now. If you got a multicolored dog, like a party colored poodle or something like that, uh-huh. way you know, like a, let's Dalmatian is a good example because everyone can picture a Dalmatian. They may not know what a party colored poodle is. You don't want to try this. That it's it's too difficult to do something like that. But if your dog is a solid color, if it's solid brown, if it's solid black, if it's apricot, if it's blonde. Real, real easy way. The first thing you're going to do is go out and get yourself a um, small jar of Vaseline. Not scented, just a regular Vaseline is number one. And KY won't Sec- work, just Vaseline. K- well, i got to tell you what, KY will work as long as okay. it's not the stuff, the warming gel. <laughs> just the regular <laughs> stuff, you know. Regular KY actually will work. So. Okay. so now that you threw your little joke in there and it didn't work because it still works. So. <laughs> What we're going to do is, is you're going to go out and you're going to shop and you're going to go into the aisle and you're going to find the just for men hair color. Okay. okay. Not the stuff for the beard and the mustache, the hair color. And you're going to first go home and you're going to do a test patch on your dog with it. Now, the problem is doing the test patch with it is once you mix this stuff, it's no good anymore. So just take a couple of drops of each solution that's in it. There's two solutions. There's the activator and there's the color. So put two drops of activator, two drops of color, mix it together, and put it on a test spot on your dog. Leave it on for five minutes. Rinse it off, okay, and just, I would wait until the next day, see if there's any irritation, if the skin looks pink, if something looks different. If if that happens, you don't want to do this. If it doesn't happen, the next thing you're going to do is you're going to figure out a way of how to secure your dog safely in your bathtub or sink. And I say this because if you don't, I don't want hate mail. I don't want people saying to me that my dog jumped out and stained my carpets and my furniture and everything in the house because that will happen if your pet is not, and dogs, not cats. This is for dogs. Okay. Um, that... You want to make sure that they're safe. So I would do a whole test thing first. If you do your little test patch, put your dog in the, in the sink or the tub, see how they respond to the water, um, the sound of it, you know, wh- whatever. So you're going to put your dog in. While your dog is, and I'm going to say this twice, dry, while your dog is dry, you are going to put the solution on. The solution, you just mix it together. It comes with a squeeze bottle. Wear gloves. Before you do all that, I skipped a step. Make sure you put a little drop of Vaseline or KY in their eyes. Now, this is going to protect their eyes. In their eyes? 
you could put it in there. It's not going to hurt them. It's you know we do this a lot when you use um, pesticides and use medicated shampoo stuff that may be irritating to the pet's eyes. Now it's not something that's going to resist it. It's not going to. How could I say? Um, it's not like it's it's waterproof or or chemical proof. It's just going to help resist anything from getting in there. So you want to still be real gentle around the eyes. If something goes in the eyes, wipe it out. And what I would say is because you got to work fast if you have a big dog you need two people because yeah. it this stuff is going to work real quickly in five minutes you got to put it on and rinse it off so you're going to apply it to the dog apply it to the areas that really need it the most and it's usually the head the back you know the areas that you really want the color you want leave it on for the re- recommended time that it says five minutes if your dog is in a solid black or solid brown and has just you know like a hint of maybe other colors in it leave it off for three minutes okay because when you rinse it off you'll you'll have you'll achieve the the natural effect that you want shampoo it in rinse it off shampoo the dog normally and condition conditions an important step in this because it's going to lock everything in place after you're done you're going to have a dog that looked like you took 10 years off them they look great this is a trick that we use in grooming competitions when you want the dog to stand out amongst others what we do is we'll do this now we'd usually use a um, permanent dye because it stands out a little bit more you don't want to do that at home that's a little bit it's a little bit dangerous it's a little bit messy see it's something if you're not a professional don't do it but the just for men works unbelievable you'll have great results your dog will look great and you know what if you don't want to do it bring it to your groomer is that just for men just the same as like l'oreal the the stuff that ladies use to dye their hair it's very close the difference is this is the just for men product um is it's made for men so it's idiot proof where the l'oreal is probably is it's 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 a little bit more permanent it's a little bit um, more difficult to work with so i like using the just for men because it is idiot proof because it just shampoos in and out and i don't know of any other product that does that there may be other products on the market that do it but i've tested the just for men on pets and i've never had a problem with it i've never had irritation so that that's the one that I'm going to recommend at this point until I know more about some of the other products out there. Judy had me dye her hair, and uh, it, you have to do that really fast. I mean, yeah, you've got I can't a, imagine doing a whole dog that way. Yeah, you only got Well, X that's why with a dog... You need, you need a couple of hands. A really big dog is a challenge. It's going to be difficult. A small dog, like I have the Karen Terriers and all, whatever, actually medium-sized to small, they're not that hard. Ladybug would be a breeze, um, you know, because it would take it would take just two minutes to apply the product and let it sit for a minute or three, depending on how, you know, how much color you want. Man, I love it. the Works Just great. for Men, Joey. You, you use that, at Alan? Oh, yeah, I use it on my chest and my hair, my back, everywhere. <laughs> and I'm a Just for Men guy myself. Oh, and, and it's great for carpeting, you know, dark-colored carpeting if you have a problem. Yeah, I just use the KY. That's all I use out of it. <laughs> okay, guys. Oh, that's gross. There you go. one 405 8405 Joey Tip of the Week over at the website at AnimalRadio.com. A little, little bit of testosterone in the studio today? Just a little bit too much. Dr. Debbie, get in here. Hey, everybody. This is Brett Michaels, and I just want to say you, right now, want to take weight. Give me the line again. My brain skipped. Uh, Brett Michaels. And- I just had one of my brain hemorrhage brain farts. Oh, Go don't ahead. do that. Say don't that do that. I don't want to be responsible for that. Trust me. It's me. Go okay. ahead. Animal radio. Brett Michaels, animal radio. You got it. I knew the animal radio. Like, okay, here we go. Hey, this is Brett Michaels. 
you're listening to Animal Radio and take care of your pets. They will rock your world. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions, dog trainer Alan Cable with those most vexing dog issues, dog father Joey Volani, and animal communicator Joy Turner. All here at your beck and call. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405. Uh, let's see. Uh, on the show today, do we know who's on the show today? No. Tell me who's <laughs> on the am. show today. <laughs> Joey Villani is on the show today. Alan is. Dr. Deb. Yep. That's all you need. That's all you need. And Judy. And Al. And a cup of soup. A cup of good soup. <laughs> and Ladybug. <laughs> I see Michael Vick would like to uh, have a, a dog now. I, I don't know if you caught this in the paper. No kidding. Yeah. He actually wants it for his kid. And he told uh, Pierce Morgan... Is he still alive, Pierce Morgan? Okay, that's enough. <laughs> am I still alive, Hal? Am I? Am I still... None of us are. He said that he des- his kid deserves a dog, and then uh, he shouldn't take his dream away from his kids. So uh, what do you think about that? one 405 8405 Alan, you must have some guarded opinions you know, about you know, that. I was going to ask you guys. I mean, I'm all for giving a guy a second chance, but I just don't know. I, it, it seems to me that if somebody has that cruelty gene, I mean, maybe he has changed. I, I know my wife thinks, yeah, he's the same. But if somebody has that gene where they can actually get pleasure out of watching somebody uh, or something or a dog or an animal or anybody, you know, experience pain and rip each other apart, I, I just don't know if that changes. I, I just don't know. I, I, I agree with you. I, you know what? Listen, he served his time. He did what society made him do. But you don't you don't rehabilitate somebody like that. It's 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 in him. You know whether that's how he grew up or not. And you know I I can't fault the man because that's how he grew up i mean but it doesn't change yeah but think and about it no he's in a fishbowl right now do you know what dog is going to get the best treatment his dog because he knows everybody's uh, I I, watching so he's going to be yeah, on his but you, best behavior you know what it's it's like it's like a new relationship it's it's, it's always wonderful until a couple of months in. And <laughs> that's that, that, right that, no, yeah. that's how, how i feel about it well, well, think about this. You know, Michael Vick's probably got a lot of expensive stuff, some stuff he loves. What happens if that dog grabs a pair of his favorite mink shoes and makes mayhem with them? You know, chews them all up. What's going to happen? You know, I, I do believe in the human goodness, and I do believe that you can make a change. And I don't know all the particulars of the Vic case as far as the influences, but a lot of these type of situations, there's cultural influences and what people know when they grow up, and I think you can move past that as an adult. So I would like to believe that he's learned his lesson, that he knows better, and he's, he wants to share that knowledge with his children and show them that he's a positive role model when it comes to animals. So I'm not opposed to it. I, I think it's a great opportunity for not only his children, but also for you know public in general to learn from his previous mistakes. Okay. one 405 8405 Tell us what you think, or head on over to our Facebook page where we have a poll going on right now. Should Michael Vick get another dog or be allowed to get another dog? If this is your first week, welcome to my left, Dr. Debbie, answering your vet medical questions. To my right, Alan Cable, our dog trainer, and dog father, Joey Villani. On Skype, we have Joy Turner. She's our animal communicator, and she can bridge that gap for you. We vet all of our 
talent. Let's just say that. Uh, except this Lee Day coming up. Uh, we Who's Lee Day? I don't know. This is going to be a pain in the ass. I know. This is what I'm saying. Who is Lee Day? I've never heard of Apparently, she's a pet entertainer that's been all around. And- Joan Rivers and Sally, she's married their animals. And oh, okay. She started Bark Mixfas, she says, but... I don't know. We'll find out in just a few minutes. Have you vetted her? Of course not. No. You don't vet any other talent that she comes on. She has a website. Date. She has a website. That's the criteria <laughs> for coming on Animal Radio. We encourage you to bring your animals around just in case she is entertaining. Yes. Uh, Judy is screening calls right now, and Stacy's working in the newsroom. She actually has her own very separate room. I don't know why she gets a separate room. Why is she so special? I don't know. She's burning incense in it, has the lights all low. What's going on? (laughs) There's a family in China that gives new meaning to that old saying, count sheep before you fall asleep, because they actually can count sheep right above their head. On their house, they have a sheep farm on the roof of their house. This is all so they can give their baby fresh milk. (laughs) I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. I'm sticking around for that. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. It is toll-free, 1-866-405-8405. On the big show today, pet entertainer Lee Day. I have no idea what this lady's up to, but uh, Judy assures me that I'll enjoy this guest, Lee Day, the pet entertainer. Grab your pets, bring them around the radio, because we're going to entertain your pets today, too. Not just you, but your pets also. Uh, Stacy Cohen working hard in the newsroom. What's going on, girlfriend? How adventurous are you with your food? I mean, does frog legs scare you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> fried. They have uh, chocolate dipped bugs. People okay. eat. There's all kinds oh, of beautiful. Would you try a bite of rat bruschetta or rat tenderloin? What about paying a whopping 100 bucks for a multi-course rat dinner? They did in New York. Maybe you wouldn't, but, you know, those New Yorkers, they'll try anything. I'll tell you about it. Coming up on Animal Radio News. I can't wait. Maybe hungry. Order me some. Call, call Domino's and see if they have any rat bruschetta. Rat there, there's but more you know, rats in New York than people, so why would you have to go not? get one? That's what I'm saying. But it's a, it's a use of a resource. Maybe that's the angle. <laughs> that's the angle. There it is. <laughs> Let's uh, hit the phones. one 405 8405 Hey, Jody. Oh, hi. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for taking my call. What's going on? Well... Um, I have a two-year-old cat, which has pretty much had the house to herself with everything. She's an indoor cat, and we just recently got two kittens, and now she has not gone, doesn't use her litter box, and she chews the hair on the back of her neck, um, well, until it bleeds, it's really kind of raw, and I don't know what to do. I don't know if I should give up the kittens or... If there's something mm-hmm. else I could try. How long have the kittens been in the home? Um, let's see. They have been here at least two months. Two months? Okay. Yeah. And then how do they relate? Do they interact at all with her? Um, one of them doesn't, and the other one actually goes and plays a little bit with her, you know, kind of chases her around and stuff like that. And there's plenty of toys, and there's a cat tree. and. Okay. And you said she's chewing her fur out, mm-hmm. and she's not using the box. Is that correct? Yes. Uh-huh. She used to use the litter box before and she wasn't you know she was fine before and now all of a sudden now she doesn't want to use her litter box and is that for both peeing and the pooping jobs or yes. one or the other yeah for both, both. Uh-huh. okay 
And then um, tell me about um, when you got these kittens, did you just kind of um, have them in the same home? Were they separated at all? No, they were the same. They were cousins. Okay. Yeah. And um, how many litter boxes we got in this house? Three. Three litter boxes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And as far as in anything else with your kitty cat that I need to know about, any other health problems along the way, anything else skin-related before your other kittens came into the home? Well, you know, she did have some, um, whenever there's something stresses her out, she does tend to pull her fur out. And so she had, before we even got the kittens when I first got her, and we had, you know, family and dogs and things like that, she got, you know, upset and nervous. And so she would pull her. So we changed the cat um, food because they said she's allergic to corn. So Mm -hmm. I changed it, and she seemed to be fine. And she got over that problem. And now it's worse now. Yeah. Okay. Well, and that's kind of what I was suspecting as you describe it. So there are some cats that can have a psychogenic um, alopecia. Basically, they overgroom themselves out of their own anxiety. Uh-huh. Um, that's not generally a case where food controls it. So that's where there's probably some degree of uh, either food allergy or other types of allergies for your kitty that we can medically control. So I'd want to make sure that you get that tackled and and maybe get her checked out with a vet to make sure we're on the right road physically with her health. Um, Psychologically, if we add new kittens or new cats to the home, the best way to do that is to gradually introduce um, a new cat or cats into the home. So if I could rewind your situation, my recommendations at the get-go would have been to keep your kitty to have free run of her house and then add these kittens into a separate room where they can kind of start to get used to the smell of your cat mm-hmm. under the door, um, and it's kind of just getting used to the sights, the sounds, without really having a lot of physical stress, physical altera- um, altercations, um, or have to compete for resources like the litter box, the food, or for your affection. Uh-huh. Um, that would be ideal. And you can still do that. We can take a step back, separate the kittens, give her the space that she needs to kind of reset and to calm herself. And I do that for at least a week, um, okay. really to kind of let her reset. And in that time, we want to kind of return to what what we could do to motivate her to like these cats in the presence of the cats. So I'd add in a scent hormone, a pheromone, mm-hmm. like a uh, feel-away, um, add that in by a diffuser in the home. I would s- make sure we start feeding the cats on a certain time schedule, and we want to feed them on opposing sides of the separation. So if it's a door or if it's a screen door, what have you, we want the food not to always be available, but to be available only when she is around these other cats, and that is her reward for just tolerating the mere presence of those kittens. It's really kind of the way to look at it. Um, And we want to make sure that she learns that all good things happen when these kittens are around, and that kind of works psychologically to make her feel more comfort, less anxiety uh, with the presence of these babies. And then we work up to kind of gradually working them back into the environment, into the home. Um, and then sometimes even for kittens, if these guys are little and we've got an adult in the home, mm-hmm. I will put a collar and bell on the kittens mm-hmm. because that kind of gives the adult cat a little fair warning that the little whippersnappers are coming around Uh and then she can retreat she can go elsewhere and if she doesn't feel like um intervening and physically uh meeting up with the kitten then she can do her own thing and kind of uh retreat if you will um but i I think those are some of the things and then environmentally um you mentioned three litter pans i love that i want to make sure those litter pans are spread across the house that we don't have covers on them yeah different 
Okay, so spread so one in one room and one in another and Exactly. Yeah. So if you put all three litter pans in one room, it can be a territorial thing. So if it's more trouble to walk down this hallway that I'm going to get ambushed by this kitten, I may not want to go to that litter pan. So we want to make sure they're strategically in different areas. So if you have a two-story home, you want to have some upstairs and downstairs. You can't really take that away from them. they got to have that outlet. Um, and then make sure that the litter pans are uncovered. Um, make sure that uh, you know we, we've got plenty of perching sites. So you have a cat tree. I'd also look for other ways that we can give her some special places to get away, whether uh-huh. they're little cat um, hammocks for the windows or another tree or, or heck, some, even some nice big boxes that you can let her uh, kind of climb and get into. Uh-huh. Um, those are good for physical and mental security. It kind of gives them a place to hide. So. Yeah. What about Hopefully a she'll... place outside, like making an outdoor um, place where she can't actually get outside, but it's outside? That's... Yeah, that, that can be great environmentally as well, so she can have something else to focus on. Now, it could be a position where that might be a little sensory overload if you have especially if you have other kitties outdoors in the area. If you don't, um, then it might be fun for her to watch the birds, to have things to to watch. But uh, if you have a lot of stray cats or cats in the neighborhood, that could actually amp up her anxiety more. So um, you kind of got to know your situation there. Okay. Yeah. So, well, hopefully that can help. And, you know, if she is an excessive groomer and she has a certain degree of anxiety, there are some of these kitties that I do put on behavior medications, and it can really help them cope. Um, But by itself, medication will fail. So you really have to do these other physical and environmental changes as well. Okay, so by moving the litter box around, maybe she'll get used to going in her litter box instead of Always. In her litter box, yeah, and not have to compete or to have to worry about where she's walking if the kittens are going to be in that immediate area. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, hope that's of some help for you. We appreciate your call. Good luck with those little fur balls. Yes, thank you so much. one 866 Huh? Uh-oh. What is it? You forgot the number. 405-8405? You got it now. <laughs> oh, jeez. It's been a long time. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Have a good day. Next. Hi there. Uh, two hot dogs, please. Oh, honey, this has been the perfect getaway, and I can't believe how much money we saved with Hotels.com. No, shh. If people find out, we've got extra money. Oh, to... sweetie, relax. Here <laughs> you go. How much? For you, $37. Whoa! Plus, it's extra. What is it, no, wrapped no. in gold? The Hotels.com 4th of July sale, now through July 4th. With savings so great, you won't be able to keep it a secret. Book now and save up to 30%. Hotels.com, finding you the perfect place at the perfect price. Here's a surprising summertime fact from new Allegra Anti-Itch Cream. We all know that irritants like bug bites and poison ivy can make you itch. But what you might not know is how. Actually, it's the histamines your body creates in reaction to these irritants that make you miserable. But now that scratch has met its match. New Allegra Anti-Itch Cream. Its maximum strength itch medicine blocks your itch-causing histamines fast for long-lasting relief. New Allegra Anti-Itch Cream. The relief you've been itching for. Use as directed. It was the moment I realized I was about to lose my job. I found myself searching for pills instead of just being with my family. At that moment... I finally decided to get help for my addiction to opioids. 
the prescription painkillers. At TurnToHelpNow.com, you'll learn that opioid dependence is a real medical condition and that there are different ways to get help, including those in a private setting, without the need for daily visits. That moment led me to TurnToHelpNow.com. Make now your moment. Visit TurnToHelpNow.com today. one 405 8405 for your voice at AnimalRadio.com. You can also ask us your questions over at the Facebook page at Animal Radio or tweet us your questions within those 140 characters at Animal Radio. Pretty simple to remember. It's just all Animal Radio. Lee Day is going to be joining us in a few minutes, and she is the pet entertainer. I have no idea what it means. Judy says this is going to be good, so i got to... Hang for that, right? Uh, if the pets aren't entertained, I think we will be. <laughs> so grab, <laughs> grab your pets, bring them around the radio, because we will be entertaining them with somebody that's actually a sanctioned pet entertainer in just a couple of minutes. I heard she puts hamburger all over her body, and that's the big, the main Ooh, act. Ooh, that, I might enjoy that, actually. Uh, Beth, hi, Beth. Welcome to the show. Hi. Where are you calling from today? I'm calling from Nevada City, California. Ne- Nevada City, but that's, so is it like on the border of uh, California and Nevada? It's about halfway between Lake Tahoe and Sacramento. Oh, okay. And sounds like a fun place to live. What's going on? I have Alan Cable right here. I understand you have dog issues. Well, yes. Um, it seems like. Now, I've only had this dog a couple of days, but I recently adopted a 10-month-old mini Aussie from the local rescue group. And I also have a 4-year-old Aussie female. They're both small. The female is 16 pounds, and this 10-month-old male is um, about 20 pounds. And um, he is very aggressive around her with anything. If she picks up a toy, he runs over and takes it away from her, and they get into scuffles over this, and I've had to break up a few um, altercations. How do you break it up, Beth? What do you do? I just yell at him. <laughs> Uh-huh. Stop. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't let it escalate to the point where they're just absolutely, you know, tearing each other apart. But, you know, when they start, the growling intensifies and they're, you know, kind of in each other's face. Um, I, you know, I just say, hey, 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 you know, knock it off. And, and then they kind of stop or I stick my hand down and grab whoever. I haven't actually had to, um, you know, get any further than that with him. Um, but if I don't, I feed him in a crate because he will go after her food. If I give him um, a chew treat of any kind, why he's very aggressive. He goes right after hers, even if he has one. Right. And, well, and, and you said that the uh, you said that the dog, the one dog you've had for years and the, and the other one you just brought home, you've had for 10 months and the other one you just brought home? Yeah, so I haven't had, I've only, the 10 month old, I've only had a couple of days. The four year old I've had since she was young. Okay. So now the four year old, how well trained is that dog? I mean, if you told that dog to go downstay, would she do it? Uh, probably, well, she doesn't know a downstay command anymore because I, okay. you know, right. but she, she would back off. Okay. I think, I think she's well, kind you know, this dog. This is this is kind of normal. When you bring a new dog home, uh, especially a new dog home, and, and there's another dog in the house, and you're in the house, 
most of the time, you know, that dog is basically when when a dog has food aggression like that, is saying, "Hey, I'm in charge." You know, this is my food. Get lost. That's what the dog is saying. The dog is saying, "I'm the pack leader. I'm the alpha dog," and it's up to you to become the pack leader and the alpha dog. And the easiest way to do that in your situation is to take ownership of the food. Now, when you feed the dog, how do you do it? Do you just put the, the dog food in a bowl and walk away? Well, I tried that. It didn't work out too well. So now well, what I do is the the female, the one I've had, I, I put her food down. I put the male in the crate, and I put the bowl in the crate with him. That's a good solution. That's a good short-term solution. But you want to eliminate all the, the aggressive behaviors. And, and the right. quickest way, the best way to do that is to be the pack leader. And you're going to have to be patient and persistent. And, and so what, what you want to do is, is you take your other dog and, and take her out of the room. Take, take your other dog out of the room at feeding time with the dog you just brought home. Take ownership of the food. Put the dog food in the bowl and just stand there in front of the dog for a couple of seconds. Do not put it down. Does does the new dog know the sit command? Does she know how to sit? Well, if sometimes. If I have food in my hand, he does. But he okay. hasn't really had any training. I mean, I think what happened is these people, it's not a cute little puppy anymore, and so they turned it into the um, rescue group because he really knows nothing. I, and Do I you... have him signed up for a basic obedience class, but it's not for a couple weeks. That's good. So. Do you walk the dogs ever? Do you take them for walks? I'm going to tell you what to do in a second, but I'm just curious. Um, I ha- I've only had them like three days, so I've okay. walked them right. one time. If you have time, start walking them together. Uh-huh. Don't let them walk in front of you, though. Make them walk at your side. Get a pinch collar and, and make sure both dogs have the pinch collar so that you can give corrections. Do you know what a correction is? Yes. Okay. All right, so what you're going to do with your new dog is you're going to make that dog work for his food. So when you feed your dog, you're going to put the dog into the dish and just stand there and tell the dog to sit before you put the food down. And then you're going to stay there for a little while with your hand on the dish. When you have your hand on the dish, you own the food. You're going to get the dog used to you being there while the dog eats. And every now and then, keep a couple of treats or a couple of pieces of food in your other hand and throw those treats into the bowl. Does your dog swallow? Follow his food. I mean, does he just scarf it down, the new dog, or does he eat it slowly? Put some water in there. Put a toy in there, too, to slow him down a little bit. He's scarfing it down because he thinks, you know, it's a new environment. He might think that he's never going to get fed again. So he's scarfing it down because of that. So you want to take ownership of the food by being there. Keep Keep your hand on the bowl. And then when the dog gets comfortable... With you being there, you start giving praise. Just a good dog, good dog, and give her a pet every now and then. Always make her do something, though, before you feed her. Hold the food and make her sit before you put the food down. And then every now and then, after about a week or two, take the food away, okay? After you do that for about two weeks, three weeks, however long it takes, where that dog is very comfortable with you there and is no longer being possessive of the food, you're going to start bringing the other dog around slowly on a leash, and you're going to start by putting the other dog in the down position when you feed your, you know, your dog. When you feed your dog, you're going to bring the other dog there and put the dog in the down position about six, seven feet away or even in the crate if that's easier for you or even if you have somebody to help you hold the other dog. And you're going to slowly over days move the other dog closer to your dog, the, the one with the aggression problem eating. And you're going to see that pretty soon, in a month or two, the dog is going to realize that, that the other dog is no threat, 
that you're the pack leader and become very, very comfortable eating around that other dog. But if she does exhibit aggression, take her food away. That's how you give her a correction. Take her food right away. Okay. And then I think he's also suffering from a little bit of separation anxiety because he just follows me everywhere. Um, When I let him out the door to go outside, he wants to come right back in again if I don't stand there and be outside with him. Um, Is that the young dog now? Yes. And I've had to crate him when I leave the house because I tried having him in the kitchen. He was up on the kitchen table. He was into the (laughs) recycle bin. I mean, um, again, again, this is all who's the pack leader, okay? okay. Because a dog, a dog would never let you leave the house. When a dog is in charge, they don't let you leave. They don't let you leave. So you're going to, everything you do has to be based on you being the leader, you being in charge. When you leave the house, put the dog in a crate. Do not talk to the dog. Pay no attention to the dog. Just leave. When you come home, do not talk to the dog. Pay no attention to the dog for about 20 minutes. Then let her out of her crate. Take her outside. Don't talk. Let her go to the bathroom. Good dog when she goes to the bathroom. Be very calm. Make it very uneventful, your comings and goings. Okay, that, you know, hopefully we can work this out because he's a sweet little guy. I mean, I'd like to be able to keep him, but... Um, you can. You just have to remember, happened. you can keep him. You just have to remember, you have to be in charge. You have to be the pack leader. Use positive reinforcement and corrections. When the dog is doing what you want, you give positive reinforcement and affection, which means if the dog is laying there calm, that's the time to say good dog and give the dog a pet. When the dog is wound up acting like a fool, you give a correction. Snap her out of it. Get her mind on something else. Okay. And start walking them together regularly so that they understand you're the pack leader and they're part of a pack. I see. Okay. Okay. And let neither one of them get in front of me. Absolutely one, not. They one walk on either they, side then. Right. One on either side or behind you is fine. Never in front of you. I see. never let them never let them enter the house before you either. Oh, you go okay. in first. Oh, okay. Same with your husband. Go in first. Make sure you are always going in first. <laughs> Beth, thank you so much for your call today. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Dogs or cats, horse or emu. Cleaning out the fish tank is a pretty bad job anyway, but it was a lot worse for veterinarian Kevin Friels. While doing some routine maintenance on his saltwater tank, Friels was attacked by Lily the lionfish who jabbed him with six of her venomous spines. He started having seizures and called his girlfriend who said she only heard screaming on her end of the line. She quickly called 911 and it took eight paramedics to hold Friels on the stretcher. Doctors say he could have died in an hour because Lily's venom was paralyzing his heart. Although Friels will improve in a couple weeks, he's not taking any chances. He's selling Lily the lionfish, but she'll come with a stern warning. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. I'm in Yosemite National Park to talk Gold Bond Rapid Relief Cream with the Miller family. So how many itchy bug bites and rashes do you have? 33 bites. 34. And a case of poison ivy. It itches. Do not scratch. Miller family, relief starts now. Gold Bond has twice the itch-fighting medicine of hydrocortisone cream. Ooh. Plus aloe and vitamin E. It's fast relief on contact. Feels better already. Who's up for a hike? Look at the big kitty. I'm out. Gold Bond Rapid Relief Cream. Relief starts now.
Phytofriendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews, along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to phytofriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. This is a referral service. Calls will be routed to an independent referral insurance agency. Do you know the number one cause of bankruptcy? No, it's not losing your job or running up credit card debt. It's not even divorce. It's medical costs. If you and your family don't have health insurance, just one serious illness or accident could be financially devastating. But now there's good news, really good news. A health insurance hotline has been established to provide health insurance for all Americans, even uninsured Americans with pre-existing conditions. Now anyone can get health insurance even if you have a pre-existing medical condition. I repeat, now anyone can get health insurance coverage. Call now for a free no-obligation quote on affordable health plans available to you. Again, this is a free hotline for anyone, even if you have pre-existing conditions. Protect you and your family from sudden unexpected medical costs. Call the free health insurance hotline right now at 1-800-838-5562. That's 1-800-838-5562. Call 1-800-838-5562. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. Visit fosterandsmith.com. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. There's a new study at Washington State University that's looking at how shelter dogs can help teens that are struggling with drug and alcohol dependency. Lindsay Ellsworth, she's a doctoral candidate in animal sciences at WSU, said, I was surprised during the trial period how calm the boys were around the dogs and how outbursts and hyperactivity diminished. The researchers are hoping the success of the program can be implemented in other teen behavioral therapy programs across the country and be a win-win for teens and shelter dogs alike. Any sort of activity that provides an opportunity for shelter dogs to socialize with humans and other dogs outside of the kennel environment is great. And she said that's the value that these shelters see in these dog interactivities, too. Hello, I love you, won't you tell me your name? An extinct lizard that lived 40 million years ago has been named for the late lead singer of the Doors. Scientists named the six-foot-long lizard Barbatrex Morrisani. Jim Morrison referred to himself as the Lizard King, and scientists decided to pin his name on a creature that was much bigger than other reptiles. In other words, a Lizard King. They say it was the biggest plant-eating lizard that ever lived. Jim Morrison died in 1971 at the age of 27. Well, scientists are digging out one of the most complete skeletons ever found of a triceratops, a three-horned plant-eating dinosaur. They found the remains of three of the giant reptiles on a Wyoming ranch near Newcastle. The triceratops lived about a half million years ago before the dinosaurs became extinct. An excavation began last month, and it's expected to take about a month. Well, Chanel designer Carl Lagerfield says that he'd marry his cat if it was legal. Lagerfield recently announced he's fallen in love with his pampered feline, Choupette. You know, he kind of reminds me of uh, Pee Wee Herman. Remember, he used to say, if you love it so much, marry it. I love her salad. Why don't you marry it? All right, then. I will. In the past, he's been known to buy her an iPad and a silken pillow to sleep on. However, this is the first time he said he would even wed the white pedigree kitty. In an interview on CNN, he said he'd never thought he'd fall in love like this 
with a cat. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies. Visit FosterAndSmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. This is the eHarmony founder, Dr. Neil Clark Warren. We know that not everyone is hoping to get married. So if you're looking for a fun, rewarding dating life, eHarmony.com could be perfect for you. We'll bring you people that share your passions and are truly compatible with you. Think how much you'll enjoy life when you have people of quality to date. Visit eHarmony.com. Stop waiting. Start communicating for free today. This is a referral service. Calls will be routed to an independent referral insurance agency. Do you know the number one cause of bankruptcy? No, it's not losing your job or running up credit card debt. It's not even divorce. It's medical costs. If you and your family don't have health insurance, just one serious illness or accident could be financially devastating. But now there's good news, really good news. A health insurance hotline has been established to provide health insurance for all Americans, even uninsured Americans with pre-existing conditions. Now anyone can get health insurance even if you have a pre-existing medical condition. I repeat, now anyone can get health insurance coverage. Call now for a free no-obligation quote on affordable health plans available to you. Again, this is a free hotline for anyone, even if you have pre-existing conditions. Protect you and your family from sudden unexpected medical costs. Call the free health insurance hotline right now at 1-800-838-5562. That's 1-800-838-5562. Call 1-800-838-5562. I'm all on Twitter because Animal Radio is brought to you by Wall Wall Home Pet Products. Grooming. It can be easy, it can be pain-free, and it's all because of Wall's extensive line of grooming products. That includes everything from the clippers, ooh, I love these clippers, the brushes, the shampoos, pet owners, and pet professionals like Joey Volani prefer Wall. Visit wallpet.com, that's W-A-H-L, pet.com, to get started. We have on the phone with us Lee Day, and uh, she is the uh, celebrity pet hairstylist and pet entertainer to the stars. Lee, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Uh, thank you. I'm um, doing great. It's pretty hot out here in New Jersey, in New York. Hot out there in Jersey. Hot out here in Jersey, darling. So now tell us, <laughs> what what is it you do exactly? Well, um, I am a pet entertainer. I'm a pet of, entertainer? Do you, you mean you enter, entertain pets during the day? And all kinds of animals, uh, great and small, and I save their lives. And um, I just wanted you to know that it's very hot out here. And, uh, you know, people should keep their pets if they're in New York or any hot area in the A.C. Because don't forget, if they're in a the car, that car will heat up in a matter of seconds. And it'll be like an oven. And uh, the dogs do not have squicklands. And two police dogs just passed away. Um, I'm sure that the, cop, the police were very upset about what happened, and they died. From being oh, wow. asphyxiated in the car mm. from the heat. You, you brought me down, Lee. Yeah. I don't want to 
want to bring you down, but I want you to realize that. Uh, but I also have something very exciting, and that's I have uh, bark mitzvahs. You have bark mitzvahs? I do, uh, pet dating services. Uh, dating? And I entertain the, the animals. I'm like the Chuck Woolery of dating. So now how do you entertain the animals? Because I have like one dog that is bored. Bored? How can it be bored? Uh, it looks at me and goes, entertain me. And I'm like, what? What do you want? I, I throw your toys all line. day. I walk you. You know, what? It's it's around, uh, uh, songs to the animals. I, I'm a hairstylist, like you know, but I do not go into grooming shops. I don't like the way they have to be caged into the, into the cages. Here I come into your home and I sing to your pet and entertain you. It gets a time out. And it's you're by your pet's side. It's wonderful. Well, can you? Uh, can so you? So many clients I, around the country. It's unbelievable. Can you? I got to ask a question. Yeah, go ahead. How come you don't like um, pets caged in a grooming salon? Because that's what keeps them safe. Because yeah. I don't like um, that they are caged, and then they put the dryers and they hook them onto the grooming cages, and yeah, I think that's the, horrible. Do you know how many but, pets have died uh, having oh, this done? I definitely, definitely know that, but but that's something that's not a grooming practice anymore. Uh, Yeah, it is. Unfortunately, it is. Okay, you know what? You guys are all bringing me down once again, okay? I'm I'm, going to bring you down, but let's talk about something fun. Yeah, well, you know what? I want to hear you sing, and in fact, I want to, everybody that's listening now, I want you to grab your pet. Okay, you know Hold on a second. I'm the creator of um, Advantage. Do you know that I, I created the words? I got no bugs on me. I got no bugs on me. There may be bugs on all them mugs, but there ain't no bugs on me. Yeah, see, that's what we're making. Look at Ladybug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, a lick on the face, maybe. Nice, wet, and sloppy. My biscuits are your dog's best friend. <laughs> <laughs> that is, uh, you should see Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. She's very excited right now. She very likes excited. what you're doing. And how about, please, please leash me for a walk, because I can't hold it anymore. <laughs> I trip around the block. Ow! I can't wait to get out that door. I love it. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think I see, I think so I see an audition on America's... And um, 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 fall from a downer. My, it's always up, 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 up. Because the animals are the greatest things in the world. And they love you more than anything else in the world. And they're the greatest thing. And and, and people have to, you know, I just had a, a shirt made for neutering in Spain, and it's and it's great. And, uh, you know, and and it, I can't even explain how, how great it is. Because people have to spay and neuter the pet. Do you realize that one cat... Can um, produce two thousand cats kittens a year. Yeah, wow. that's that's amazing. So you do these bar mitzvahs? Bark mitzvahs. Bark mitzvahs. I'm the creator of the bark mitzvah. You're the creator the of that. Mitzvah. In 1984. Wow. So now, what happens at a bark mitzvah? A bark mitzvah, you get, and it's not, uh, you know, supposed to be sacrilegious or anything like that. Um, I say the uh, the prayer, the Jewish prayer. The dog gets a pen, and he gets. Um, presents. I did a bark mitzvah for Joan Rivers, and wow. and her dog Spike it was so happy. I mean, he got a lot of attention, a lot of love, and that's all it's about. It's not, you know, it's not about uh, the manhood or anything like that. It's just a great party, and the dog is is Jewish. Now, they, they got Jewish to, owners. Do you have to wait till the uh, the dog is thirteen years old? Uh, how does that work? 
and would be two years old in 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 animal in human life. So it would be thirteen. So at uh-huh. two years old, you get a bar mitzvah. Okay, I see how that's that works. I once want to know something on a, on a Jewish dog. They don't have to um you know do a circumcision now, do they? Before the bar no, mitzvah. No. When I when I when I groom the dog, I just go bara bara noy boom bam boom. Bara boom. <laughs> so now you don't limit yourself to just cats and dogs. You also taken two I, I lobsters not, out on a dating service. I, uh, like I said, I I have a romantic dating service, the only service in the world. Uh, nobody else does this. What'd you do with two lobsters? Yeah. Uh, the, wow. They uh, actually went out for a red lobster. <laughs> but I really did. I, I took them out, and then um, I took out uh, two penguins from Sea World, and I married them with a wedding certificate. Um, I uh, married Sally Jesse Raphael's dog. I mean horses. You didn't marry actually yourself. You you actually married the the animals. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You, I didn't you, get married to the animals. Yeah, I get the confused. No. Right. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the preacher. I'm the rabbi. Okay. Now I see you you chaperone romantic dates. What goes on on these dates that makes them romantic? I take them on romantic dates. That's why I said I'm the uh, I'm the Chuck Willary. Now, what's a romantic date for a lobster? What are, what do they enjoy? You taking the rubber bands off the claws and letting them have at it? What, what goes on there? Oh, my God. Just like uh, pulling their little claws together and moving together. That, that's the romance. <laughs> there you go. Well, it sounds one Now, how, how can somebody get in touch with you just in case they want you to, like, perform a bark mitzvah or take their uh, dogs out for a date or, or something like or that? Just lobsters. entertain their pets. If they would like to do a, a bark mitzvah, what they have to do is they can uh, go to my website, com, or they can follow me on Twitter under Doogie Day. Doogie Day was my singing uh, partner. Well, I think in the, uh, well, all the 30 years that I've been doing this, has it been 30 years, 40 years? 50 years, I have not at all once (laughs) met a pet entertainer. So this is cool to finally meet you. Lee Day, thanks for spending time with us today. I thank you so much, and I thank you all for caring for the animals. Vinnie Penn, your resident party animal on Animal Radio. I just want to give a tip out there to those of you who are going through the unfortunate task of trying to recover a lost animal, a dog or a cat. I saw a flyer in my na- neighborhood recently. I always check out the flyers, as everyone should. And uh, a flyer is, is a great way to go. But some people who are missing a pet really have the wrong idea when it comes as to what to put to the flyer. This flyer said something like, please return Poochie to our house. We miss him so much. And Poochie loves watching survivor with us every thursday night well am i supposed to go home and dress up like jeff probst now and walk up and down the street and hope that poochie sees me how is our knowing what poochie's favorite television show is going to help us find your dog be a little smarter when it comes to the flyers people Vinny Penn, party animal animal radio you're listening to animal radio find us at animalradio.com log on learn more Hey, this is Sean Hayes on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your pets. Animal Radio. 
celebrating our connection with our pets. This portion of Animal Radio was brought to you by Flex RX. Like people, as dogs get older, arthritis is the most common problem they face. Flex RX doesn't just mask the symptoms, it restores natural joint function. Flex RX, it's available at pet shops and retailers across the country. It's time of year where a lot of us are getting a new dog. You can't just go and pick the cutest one that's in the box there at the at the supermarket, can you? No, and the big thing is a lot of times I'll see pets that people just get because they think I just want a dog, and they don't put a lot of thought into it. So we want to look at not only your lifestyle, but we also want to inspect the health of the pet. This is going to be a lifelong companion. You want to start off on the right foot with behavior and overall health. So for me, it's always about looking at that eye and nose combination. Oh. Snotty, snotty nose cats, puppies with boogers in their eyes. You know, that could be a symptom of respiratory infections. That doesn't mean mm. that they're just messy. It could actually mean there's a health problem. Yeah, so if you don't want to start off on a foot where you have to deal with a medical problem from the get-go, it's a one important thing to look for. Um, but also, you know me, it's incoming and outgoing evidence. So uh, depending on how the puppy or kitten is eating, you know, watch them eat. Do they tear up the food? Are they eager to eat? As well as when it comes out to the back side and is there any diarrhea um, symptoms of illness like that now do you want a dog or a cat that is eager to eat you want one that's eager to eat that has a strong appetite you know hopefully not one that's going to plow down its litter mates over uh, to do that but you definitely want to have that strong appetite that makes things easier and that's a symbol of overall health at that moment in time if they're a good eater so Mm. very important how do you test their temperament there? Oh, for puppies, one of the simplest things is turn them over on their back, see how they respond. And we want them to be relaxed. We want them to be submissive. And we don't want a dog that's going to wrestle and try to bite you along the way. That just uh, makes training easier. Um, and, and then you also just want to make sure that they're going to be friendly with people, uh, that they're interactive with people. They want to see the human come up to them and check them out, not just hiding and cowering in a corner. Boy, those, these were all signs Ladybug had when I got her. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. But she turned out okay, didn't yeah, she? she did. She's a good little person. So you should watch them play, I guess, when they're and how they interact, right? Yeah. So if they're with cage mates or with their litter mates, you want to see how well they're getting along with each other. You want to see if there's a bully in the group. Because I have actually seen puppies at eight weeks of age that have already demonstrated aggression and dominance behaviors, either with their other litter mates or with the veterinarian at that age. So there are early <laughs> cues that you can pick up by watching how they um, they observe or how they uh, behave with other people and animals at that time. And then the final thing I'd say is ask for the medical information. If you're going to either a breeder or a person who has a dog and says, hey, I can't take care of it anymore, have they taken care of it? Do we have vaccination histories? Do we have any kind of medical care for the parents that might have been? Um, that means a lot for where that puppy or kitten is starting off at that moment in time. Okay, and when you find the perfect pet, take a picture on your smartphone and send it to us or post it over at our Facebook page. We, we're getting great pictures of some brand new animals welcoming to family. There's a, a pig, hamster pig up there this week that has a tattoo and everything. Huh? I know. It's I, I've never seen anything like that, but one of our listeners sent that in. Send your pictures in. We want to see your new addition to your family. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. My friend, it is Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405. 
And we just heard that commercial. I don't know if it ran nationwide. It was just on XM for My Buddy Butch. I got to tell you right now, we are not associated with My Buddy Butch. That is, uh, and I, I think that's a horrible tip this guy just gave out about feeding your cats tuna fish. Yeah, making about making meat. making homemade food is opening a can of tuna and adding rice and. Mm. It, it's absolutely horrible because feeding all tuna to your cat will actually lead to nutritional deficiencies, some different of uh, B vitamin deficiencies. Well, so I, I have big problems on that. Yeah. yeah, he said don't do it, don't feed it to him every day, but. Why even go there? Yeah. Okay. Well, he's not part of the dream team, so don't, don't. We vet all of our talent. Let's just say that. This portion of Animal Radio is made possible by Wall Home Pet Products. You know, pet grooming can be easy. It can be pain-free. Yes, I know. Wall's extensive line of grooming products, which includes everything from clippers to brushes to shampoos, it's all there for you. Pet owners and pet professionals prefer Wall. Visit wallpet.com. That's W-A-H-L, pet.com. 1-866-405-8405. And we go to Sue. Hi, Sue. How are you doing? Okay. How about yourself? Splendid. Ooh, what can we do for you? I have Dr. Debbie right here. My dog was diagnosed this past spring with a mast cell tumor which was removed on April 10th, and the vet was able to get clean margins all the way around. And she put her on a high dosage of Benadryl for 90 days. Mm -hmm. And I had investigated online, and there was some pill that, or I guess it was a form of chemotherapy, which I didn't want to do because my dog is happy, pretty much healthy, active for a nine-year-old border collie. Um, but I was wondering if there was anything else I can do besides just watching to see if this comes back okay. uh, in the way oh. of nutrients. Uh, I mean, I mix broccoli in with their food, and they do get supplements along with a high-quality food. Now, you said this was a stage 2 mast cell tumor. What location was it? The upper part of her leg where it attaches to kind of the body on the inside of the right front leg. Mm, okay. All righty. Um, so I guess the, the bottom line when we talk about mast cell tumors, uh, the first thing is that, uh, for those that don't know, mast cells are inflammatory cells that are present in dogs' tissues. And um, when we develop a tumorous growth of these, um, they can be very unpredictable. And there's different ways we classify mast cell tumors. So a grade one is the best one to have. It's the most benign. So once you remove it and it's completely removed, usually in a good, good position. Grade threes are by far more serious. They can metastasize in about 25% of the cases may require chemotherapy, radiation therapy, follow-up surgeries, all of that. So a grade two falls smack dab in the middle, and that's the problem. Uh, we don't know and we can't predict how each individual pet's um, tumor is going to necessarily behave. So there are some things that we look at as far as um, one thing to ask your veterinarian is things like the mitotic index, which tells us a little bit about the cells and how they were described on the biopsy report. Um, so if I have a mast cell yeah, tumor that has... Yeah, they said that they didn't look like they were active. Okay. I don't think she had a whole lot of concern, but this is my best buddy here, and I just I just want to make sure that, you know, I continue doing the best I can for her um, sure. on that. And, and I'm following my, my vet's instructions, and I'm just 
keeping an, an eye on her, but I don't know what these tumors look like when they first start. Okay. And, well, um, I'm going to go back to the grade twos and how sometimes this can be really confusing because there isn't an absolute answer on what we need to do to prevent these. There's not always a lot of clear answers on this. So um, a lot of people, we just kind of throw out all the options of whether we pursue chemotherapy. Um, the drug you may have been thinking about or you read about was one called Palladia, which um, is a type of inhibitor for um, mast cell tumors to help with uh, the metastasis that they can have or with the more aggressive forms of it. So there's a lot of arsenal uh, things in our arsenal. We don't always pull them out for a grade two because if it's a low mitotic index and we feel comfortable about where it was located and how well it was removed, we may just sit back and say monitoring, um, checking lymph nodes and regular vet checks may be the best way to go there. So you did ask about what other things like nutrition and, and supplements and so forth. And, you know, this is a tough area because there's not a lot of absolute studies. There are some general recommendations that um, some folks that are that dabble in holistic veterinary medicine will advise. And in those, I'll be honest, I, I don't particularly use a lot of the alternative therapies, but I do know that the flavonoids, um, the different um, plant extracts, the tea extracts, those type of things are used, um, as well as things like vitamin C, high doses of fatty acids, and even things like the uh, um, the, the turmeric, the, uh, the spice. There's an extract that they'll use for in the hopes of decreasing inflammation related to mast cell tumors and, and hopefully to help prevent their progression. But I'll be honest, you know, I, it's one of those things that will it help? Maybe. Um, but how are we going to prove that? I don't know. Um, so you might check with your veterinarian if they have an herbalist or a holistic veterinarian. If you want to dabble into that, um, you know, I'd say that we need a little bit more direction in that avenue. But for me, I can tell you uh, one of my babies had a mast cell tumor and that's the scariest thing is you have to watch and you have to be very vigilant. What we watch for is really any skin growth is suspect. Mast cell tumors are the great impersonators. They can look like a mole. But there are many dogs that have mast cell tumors that are undiagnosed because the pet parent says, oh, he's had it for years. It's nothing. It hasn't grown a lot. And that is the great mystery with the mast cell tumors, why some of them are so quiet and sit there, and then some can be very aggressive. So really, for me, I'd say for you, I would recommend any skin lump or bump. The best thing is to have a needle biopsy, a quick um, inpatient test done, and um, they can look at that and see if there's any suspect of mast cell tumor and jump on that. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Good luck with that, Sue. We appreciate your call today. Well, I guess that's all the time we have for today's show. I want to thank Joanne Worley, who is very much alive, for joining us today as well as, and I will, I promise I won't ask that anymore if our guests are thank alive. Thank you. I want to thank Lee Day, who's, uh, certainly was entertaining. Uh, Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog was very entertained by Lee Day. She was. Uh, visit us over at the Facebook page at Animal Radio or email us the old fashioned way at your voice at animalradio.com or tweet us at Animal Radio. Don't forget to visit Dr. Debbie's Facebook page too and go like that. She has a brand new book out. It's a, it's an ebook, is that correct? It's an ebook. Yes, it's by 101 Publishing. It's called Yorkshire Terriers: How to Be Your Dog's Best Friend. Ooh. So check it out. We'll see you next week right here for more Animal Radio. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye. This is Animal Radio Network. Network.